0: All right, what is up everybody? Clint Esposito here with the Clint Esposito Show number 36. And I'm going to switch our view here and bring in our guests. We've got Matt Vita, this is your top left here. Yeah. And then Colin Doyle on the bottom here. And they actually just produced the very first ever Vermont Comedy Festival. You can't hear them at home clapping, so this is me doing it for them. (laughs) What's up, guys? How are you?
1: Good, Clint. Good to be here.
0: It's good to have you guys in my um, office room here. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, you guys just pulled it off. First, uh, Vermont Comedy Festival. First off, uh, so do you guys live in Vermont?
1: Yeah, so so we actually spent our time uh, between Brooklyn and uh, Vermont.
0: Both of you guys. Yeah. Did you guys grow up in Vermont? Either
1: yep, one yep. of you. Uh, I I grew up in Vermont, um, and Vita uh, grew up in in Long Island, right? Yeah, Long Island. I, I
2: mean, I've been Vermont's been a part of my life since I was a little little uh, rug rat hitting the slopes. I mean, I've I've spent a lot of time there. But I haven't officially put roots down there until about six years ago.
0: So that's where I was going. Like, how did you guys end up being uh, tied to Vermont, where you thought, like, I love, we love Vermont, same reason. We go snowboarding. Um, And actually, my parents, we had a a house up there when I was young. Ironically, we would go up in the summer, though, so we wouldn't even go and snowboard or anything. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, so,
2: were you like, you're like FMX. So were you like riding, hiking, we, just, just getting out of the, the hustle and bustle?
0: Yeah. Um, so my grandfather actually left us a house there and we, I feel like we just went up there to whack the grass back down and then fix <laughs> stuff and then go back home. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the parents told you it was a vacation. Yeah, like,
0: exactly. My yeah, parents didn't, didn't
1: do some painting.
0: They didn't know I had a vacation. Everything was like a work trip. And I have inherited that unfortunately. Which is why the Vermont Comedy Festival, I was like, We're obviously going to this so that we can snowboard and do the comedy festival. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's a it's a nice little work workation.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um <clears throat> how long have you had the club, the Woolen Mill Comedy Club up there?
1: so woolen mill comedy club uh we will actually be celebrating our eight-year anniversary um it's actually this week which is awesome i didn't really i've been so focused on the festival i didn't even really think about that but it's actually uh uh next wednesday will be our eight-year anniversary
0: awesome congratulations um thank you and what town is that in
1: so that's in Bridgewater the Wool Mill Comic Club's located in Bridgewater Vermont um which is between Woodstock and Killington which are both you know more sought after tourist destinations. Right. Um and uh Bridgewater I used to joke around and say you know like Bridgewater's the new Brooklyn, you know. Um where the club is we're in a we're in an old industrial space. Yeah, it's um, a cool building. So some of it, yeah, so some of it's been you know like repurposing um you know older commercial spaces like into things that you know we can use today um and yeah when when we opened uh eight years ago we were actually the first uh brick at first and only brick and mortar uh well I guess we weren't the first but we were the only brick and mortar club in the the state there have been maybe two other comedy clubs that had opened and closed um maybe in 10 years earlier than we did so um, we're actually the longest-running comedy club, and uh, yeah,
0: awesome. Good job. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, that's really cool. And the same thing. Like, I didn't. We go up there, and I guess I hadn't searched that much in Vermont for comedy stuff because we just been going up snowboarding. But um, yeah, I didn't even realize. I know I've seen some stuff in Burlington or whatever, but I didn't really see that there was, like you said, like an actual club club.
1: Yeah, right now the state of Vermont actually has two full-time comedy clubs, uh, us and the other guys.
0: <laughs> there you go. We'll leave it at that. <clears throat> um,
1: <clears throat> who, who've been, who's who been around longer, Colin? I, I've got bad signals. So I forgot for a second. Uh, the uh, <laughs> Willow Comedy Club, longest standing comedy club in the state of Vermont. Vermont's original
0: comedy club. Got it. <laughs> did that remind you? Ring any bells?
2: It, it did. My, my connection's working better. So, <laughs> so, so this is great. Um,
0: well, you're going oh, surfing man. in Brooklyn, right? Per your... Uh,
2: <laughs> I am going surfing. Not Brooklyn today. The swell's not quite perfect for the bridge. So I'm heading out to Long Island. Um, so it's is called tilling, Killing Two Birds With One Stone. Taking a sick little pod... <clears throat> heading out to the cynical waves, got some
0: offshore wind, supposed to build in, so. So I bring that up because during the comedy festival, uh, which is, or they had a video show, which is why I was there, I had a video called Hot Farts, which was actually old, I made that a couple years ago, and then um, when I saw that, I was like, oh, this is a perfect video for this. So I submitted that but then Matt also <laughs> Matt also has a video called um what is it Brooklyn surfer
2: Yeah the the, the Brooklyn surfer documentary
0: which I I also
2: I, it's funny cuz I also made that video a couple years ago too which you probably could have told by my uh, facial hair
0: <laughs> <laughs> So he uh goes and pretends to surf like in the river you know right next to Brooklyn and he tells all these people it's a great spot and I wonder how many people showed back up, like with, told their friends at the very least, and was like, "Dude, we're gotta surf down here."
2: Well, I, I think at least that chick at the end, was the <laughs> one that was like, <laughs> which I think in my opinion was probably the best part of the video, she's like pulling up surfline on her phone, yeah, <laughs> like, like where in surfline is it? But um, it, it's funny because when I first put that video out, it went like completely viral. I think on Facebook or somewhere, but like about a week later, I, I was at that point I was on um, a house team at the pit for improv and sketch. And like, there's one dude that was on my sketch house team. That's like also a surfer from California. And he came in like a day or two after I put the video out. And he's like, dude, all my friends are sending me your video, man. Like, blah, blah. And I was like, I was like, oh, that's cool. That's cool.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. That was a good one. Um, so do you guys obviously perform in Brooklyn as well?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Vita does a lot of shows. I um I used to perform a lot in Manhattan, and um, I perform in New York occasionally. Um, going to be bringing back a show in Manhattan in 2023. Um, that's uh, kind of under a similar umbrella as the Mill. It's called Mill Comedy Presents. Cool. Um, so it's kind of our show in New York, but Vita produces like uh, what 25, 30, you know. 30 shows a month <laughs> something like yeah, that awesome
2: yeah on a slow on a slow february and leap year maybe that many
1: um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, but but yeah I, I produce i mean a lot but um i've got a weekly show at young ethels in park slope um which i do every week that's like the most stable um it's just like a super fun room those guys are awesome that room is awesome um so that's like my that's my little home in brooklyn you know it's sort of um uh, you yeah, know, as a DIY producer, that's kind of like my home club at this point. Um, and, yeah, but I mean, I produce a bunch of other shows. I perform on a bunch of shows. You know, I'm getting up most nights, like one, two, three times a night, usually.
0: Awesome. Sharpening the skills.
2: <laughs> You're li- trying. That, that that, and running away from the existential dread that creeps up when you don't perform, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then you have time to think about your life?
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, or or sit in traffic and try to get a couple of three-feet barrels.
0: (laughs) It's all the same. Um, Yeah, man. So, Colin, you obviously ride, too, because I saw your guys' video where you were on the slopes. Yeah, yeah. What do you, snowboard?
1: Yeah, I snowboard. um, You know, I grew up, I started, like, skiing when I was, I don't know, maybe two or three years old. And um, started snowboarding, like around like six or seven years old and then um at 13 i just went just so snowboarding so i did both for a little while my cousin still skis and snowboards but at this point i just i just snowboard
0: um so where'd you actually grow up what town in vermont
1: i grew up in bridgewater so so bridgewater is my hometown um my nana actually worked at the woolen mill and oh, yeah. part of the part of the reason why it's called the Woola Mill is, is in honor of her and uh, her working there when it was a sweatshop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, yeah, so Bridgewater is my hometown. And, you know, I, I, I moved to New York when I was 18 um, to study acting and, and start my career as, you know, in entertainment. And I've kind of been here ever since. And about eight years ago, um, I was performing a lot in Manhattan at some really great clubs and um, I got requested to perform in Vermont, but there was nowhere in Vermont to perform. Mm. Um, So I didn't want to go from like performing at like, you know, like great clubs in in New York to like just doing like, you know, standing in the corner of a bar somewhere that people wouldn't expect the show or something like that. So, um, so that was kind of a lot of the logic for, for the Woolen Mill was to kind of have a venue that I kind of initially looked at it as more of like a gym as somewhere that I could just go and and practice and do stuff and, And work things. And then over the years, it's really kind of transformed from more of like a gym to more of like an arena. Uh,
0: And I noticed that you definitely have, while I was there, I went to a couple of the other shows. And I noticed that you definitely have some regulars that are there all the time. You knew them. They knew you guys. They knew some of the other people there. Like there's definitely some uh, locals there that enjoy comedy on the regular, it seems.
1: Yeah, you know, and and, uh, one of the things that's great about having uh, Vita as a producer at the club is that, you know, he works with a lot of talent uh, in New York and different places. And um, we're able to, to to your point, like we do have some people that are coming back. And I've always been afraid of like, you know, burning people out, hearing Mm. the same jokes or like whatever. So um, we kind of have a nice thing and like being able to bring in comics from kind of all over. So that there's always, you know, some someone new, there's always something different. Um, so every show is, is kind of a little unique and, and
0: different. Awesome. Yeah, that's what, especially there, you're outsourcing almost everyone.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. We have, you know, the Vermont comedy scene's grown over the last year. And I would say that there's probably, like, there's north of 100 comedians in Vermont. That oh, are wow. Like, you know, working comedians that, you know, are out there, like, doing, you know, doing stuff. Um, so the scene has grown, but obviously it's not like, it's not like a, you New know, York. New York or,
0: yeah. or, or, yeah. Yeah. Even, um, I know, you know, it's kind of like a falsity because nobody knows, but if you go anywhere and go, I do comedy in New Jersey, even they're like, Oh, you know? And it's like, <laughs> there's people that suck here too. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, don't let that fool you guy. You could definitely <laughs> get in trouble. <laughs> um, yeah, but,
2: but, I, but, but, heard... but, but, but go ahead. Man. No, I was just gonna say to the to the other side of your, your point, Clint, like we also have got some like regulars that come. Um the most notably are our good friends Matt and Michelle where they come religiously every so we've got normal Saturday night shows every Saturday at eight PM and they literally come every single week. They bought um uh, season pass, they've got their two seats and they come every awesome. single week. Um and they just love it. And and they're they're like the, the best supporters and just like great audience. Um, it's just funny. I don't know if you were here for this part of the festival, but, but Matt, I, I, I so I rap too. I, I'm a semi-professional rapper, believe it or not. Awesome. Um, I've actually, I've actually had some good success doing that. Uh, um, so I do a little bit of in my act, not too much, but it's kind of like, you know, something to stand out a little bit. And there's just one rap that I've been doing a lot of my acts. Like at this point, Matt our regular like he knows the entire round. Yeah. actually like called it, I called him up on stage and
0: and he rapped
2: it and <laughs> <laughs> that was like a real beautiful moment for me in the festival cuz he knew ev- everywhere I was, he was I was there for that I
0: was there for that You are, yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. Glad you were. That
0: was. (laughs) He was even before the dude's like, um, "Hey, you gonna let me on stage this time or whatever?" And you're like, "Yeah, for sure." (laughs) And I'm like, "Oh, this guy's ready to go." Because I didn't even realize the dynamic here yet. And I'm like, "What is going on? Is this guy a comedian?" And then I realized, no, he's just some dude and his wife that are stoked on comedy and just know the whole bit now, and is he's pumped to do it with you. (laughs)
2: yeah that was a special moment i'm happy you saw that
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's funny um yeah so uh i assume you guys are pretty good at riding snowboarding since you started so young i know well both you guys seem to have done it a lot yeah yeah
1: I was I was doing really good last year, Clint. Until I decided to hit a jump January fourth and destroy my shoulder. Um, <laughs> well, that'll happen. <laughs> that that will happen. So this year is going to be a little more tame.
0: Um, <laughs> you're taming it, you're mellowing it out. How old are you?
1: How old am I? Yeah. A- a- an actor never reveals a secret. Okay.
0: Well, I'm assuming you're. I'm just going to go around third. Around thirty, yeah, I'll take that. I'm in the ballpark okay <laughs> <laughs> it's getting hurt sucks way more once you cross that threshold. oh
1: my God, dude, there was a day when i I could have bounced off my head like that, yeah, and just got up and rode. and exactly. I mean like you know, like i said i I started snowboarding pretty young. I mean, when I was in high school and stuff, we were we were like sending it huge, you know, in a way that like now it's like I can't even really believe that we used to kind of send it like that because yeah. well you know we'd fall bounce off the ground you know what i mean and i've never that was kind of like actually last year i didn't have to have surgery but i tore some stuff in my arm and my shoulder and um
0: separation
1: I, yeah I, I i i actually traumatized it i tore it Heck. i separate there's three types of shoulder injuries and i did all of them um okay that one doesn't look like it healed too well but <laughs> <laughs>
0: i understand your pain
1: <laughs> yeah, <dude>. so, <laughs> so that was like that was my first like real snowboard injury and then I might like,
0: yeah that's amazing I'm very <laughs> jealous yeah because I've had plenty throughout my whole entire life of and actually <laughs> I broke my tib fib when I was nine snowboarding down the hill in my backyard on a black Damn. snow one of those uh, Kmart boards that has no edges
1: and yeah. I hit a tree
0: <laughs> so I broke my leg doing that then um, I only snowboarded a couple of times. Then when I was uh, 19, I went snowboarding and crashed and broke my thumb. And then my first pro race was in arena cross. And I had a, like a cast thing on my thumb because I had broken that. So I'm not really, when I was younger, I did not have good luck. Um, no, it doesn't sound Snowboarding, <laughs> so I just stopped snowboarding until the last like five years ago. Because my girlfriend's really good at snowboarding. So it's something we could go and do and we're pretty, like, you know, like, same level because she's really good, and I'm just figuring it out still at whatever, 40. That's,
1: that's, well, you know, it's, awesome. it's funny because, like, I grew up, you know, at the base of Killington. So, you know, I grew up, you know, snowboarding and everything, but kind of the thing with that is, like, I've never taken a ski trip. You know what I mean? Right. Like, my, my, my family's idea of a vacation is, like, to the beach. It's not to, like, go see more snow, you know? Right so uh so this winter is actually my first i'm taking my first ski trip ever uh out to a winter
0: park awesome Um,
1: so yeah so i'm excited to kind of see like i've heard a lot of good things obviously about like you know riding out west so yeah wow. we'll see how it is yeah
0: pow bro pow pow you're not even gonna you're gonna be like where did all this pow come from i mean i guess killington actually see. I'm used to Jersey, where, you know, if you go to Shawnee or something, there's powder for, like, 45 minutes, and then it gets wet, and then it's just, like, slush that you're riding in. <laughs> so, like, at least Vermont, it stays cold enough where you have, like, actual snow for a good period of time. Yeah,
2: mm. and, 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 and my main thing, which, which Doyle will because um, it's probably the only place on the mountain that I'm faster than he is... Um, the is glaze. the trees. And Killington actually has some really, really good trees. So I I, I could yeah, you, know, you hang out with me, buy me a beer. I'll get you powder four days, five days a week after the storm. If you're, if you're willing to bushwhack through some tight
1: shit, bro. And, I, and, I, and I promise you, Clint, you've never been more scared in your entire life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've been pretty scared. You
1: know, you're, you're like, you're like, is this is this worth it? Is, is this is this worth it? Like, I'm zipping between trees.
0: Um, I we learned we love the glades. What's your favorite trail at Killington? Either one of you. Ooh.
1: You know, I do love a good peak to Creek at the end of the day.
0: That's a good one. That's
1: that's probably one of my favorite rides, just like going out at 4 o'clock when everyone else is gone and just taking that last kind of cruise down. Nice. My, my, my favorite that's
2: got a name on the trail map is Julio, which means it's about the 10th favorite
1: in actuality.
0: <laughs> We like his,
1: his favorite trail is called the dog path. And uh that's right through the woods there.
0: Uh. <laughs> You're not even in gladed stuff. You're just running straight regular woods with little, little trees and everything.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I love that shit. And I, but there's, there's actually like, like, you know, I've been riding there for a while, but I, I found some like really good, really good stuff. Mm. Kind of, you know, where you least expect it. um and it's like yeah i used to like about 10 years ago i used to have this thing where i've lost a lot of friends not really that's a joke but like there used to be this slogan whenever we would out riding i'd like i'd look at everybody like follow me if you want to survive and then i'd just start bushwhacking and like yeah (laughs) there's only about two or three people these days that will still follow me when i say that (laughs) um
0: because they uh value their boards or what
2: I guess they're bores. they've got wives, kids, um, you know, some of them are just a little too pretty. They don't want to get scratched in the face.
0: <laughs> People care about They don't have a life them. insurance
1: policy, you know, that <laughs> stuff.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, we like, uh, especially little snow. I realize you need a little bit of fresh snow to glade. Otherwise, mm, yes. you get hauling ass in the trees and it's not a fun time. Yeah. Um, but I really like uh, the secret stash. Or the stash? Yeah, yeah. It's the stash. I had a riding spot years ago. Years ago, I called Secret Stash. Um, but anyways, the stash, which probably is some of why I like it. But the glades are good there. They're not as tight as Matt likes them. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, actually, I was about to almost reveal a
2: secret. But yes, I agree.
0: <laughs> All right. Now I'm pumped to come up there and ride with you guys because <laughs> you get the real locals and you can actually find some stuff.
2: Oh, yep, cool. yeah. Just don't post it on newjerseysnowboarder.com.
0: I'm going to I'm going to tag my location there. <laughs> Give a trail map.
1: Go, go go smoke a blunt at Cooper's cabin, you know, real local experience, you know what
0: I mean? <laughs> That's what we like to dip, uh, dip off the trails too into the woods and have a little session and then continue on your way. <laughs> <laughs> uh we went there after that uh there was a big they, you guys got like i don't know two feet or something last year and we came up and then we got into the woods and it was like a mission just to get out of the woods because i was up to my hips in snow mm. and i'm like oh my god this was a bad idea
1: for sure that's like the worst man when you get in there and then you get in the powder and there's just there's no way to stand up yeah, there's no way to move. <laughs> yeah. You're just completely screwed. The
0: worst is when you sit down and then you keep trying to push up with your hands and they just sink <laughs> into the snow and you eventually have to get over onto your belly and try to army crawl your way out. I, I, I,
2: I've i never had it too bad at Killington, but I don't know if you've ever been up to J.P., Clint. Yes. But that's like, um, I mean, that's the best split. I mean, that's my favorite. Like, I love Killington, but I mean, the sessions I've had on J.P., that's as close to West Coast you're ever going to get. But I had... Two really, really, really sketchy experiences at Jay Peak. Um, One time, like you you could kind of ski off the back of that, and like one trip, I was just kind of skiing off the back. I've been drinking for three days, and I was hungover as a dog. Um, And long story short, there's a ridge you got to come back into to to play, and I I just found the first line of powder I'd found in three days, so I just kind of lost it and just kept going. And then I got a like wound up on a road like three miles from the, from the resort, like all hungover. My phone had died, like had a hitchhike back from some Canadian. And all my friends, you know, you'd think they'd be like calling out for rescue. I, I found them a half hour later at the bar, like, oh, where'd you go? Oh. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember when you guys all went back over the ridge and back into the resort and I guess headed straight to the bar. Well, I didn't.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: you were bushwhacking.
2: <laughs> I was bush, yeah. Not even it's open there. It, it was kind of cruising, but in the wrong direction.
1: That's <laughs> crazy. Like that last you could... year, or the year before, you ended up on Route Four. <laughs>
2: uh, that, yeah, that was last year. That
1: was last year,
0: <laughs> dude. I wish I could. So you've been. I want to say it was Jay Peak. We went. Did, have you seen the guy that's trying to set a land speed record on his board and wears leather gloves and crouches down at Jay Peak? And he's no. just giving away weed on the slopes. I do not want to race this guy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to race him. So I saw him. We, we get off the lift. We didn't have, I think that's where it was. We didn't have any, maybe it was Killington. It was one of, I don't know where it was. Anyway, we got off of the, uh, we get off a lift and I see the guy give somebody weed. And we're out of weed. So I'm like, hey, you don't happen to have more weed. And he's like, I do it the car. Follow me. And he literally <laughs> just points straight down and squats down and puts his hands, like, on the snow. And he's doing, like, he's like, I'm trying to get to 50 miles an hour or whatever it was or 40 or something like that. And then he pulled, because he had GPS on his phone. And we get down there and he's like, 38. And I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> So that he had all this weed and edibles in his car, and I'm like, this seems like a good idea. This guy seems trustworthy. <laughs> He's providing a service, you know. He's providing a service. He was like, it's donations the weed only. Delivery on the mountain. <laughs> yeah, he was a professional about it. He goes, donations only. It's not for sale. And I was like, I will donate you forty dollars, kind sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, the people you meet doing this stuff is amazing. Mm. Do you guys do anything yeah. else? You surf, obviously. Did you used to? How did you get into surfing? Just like
2: um, I mean, I grew up. I, I grew up pretty close to the beach, so I was like, you know, always uh, my whole life on the water, boating, and, beaching. And, um, so it was kind of just like you know, boogie boarding ever since I was a little grommet. And then one of my older brothers' friends who became a good friend of mine. We used to play in, like hardcore bands together and stuff. But he was like sponsored when we were younger and like, you know, it was kind of like, you know, come surf. And then like came and surfed and I loved it and just fell in love with it.
0: Where'd you, you grew up in what? Uh, Long Island or Staten Island, you said? No, uh, Long Island. Long Island. Yeah. Why don't I realize that there's a beach there that you can surf? You
2: get sick. We, we had the uh, my old town, Long Beach. We, I mean, we hosted the Quicksilver Pro. Oh really? I guess about ten.
0: How yeah, I dude. I not know this? Like, what is going on? I mean, I guess I don't surf. That's probably why I don't know anything about it. <clears throat> you to, uh,
1: Quicksilver Pro, Long Beach. Wow. I was gonna say New Jersey has some good surfing too, doesn't it? Like Long Branch is kind of people go out there. Um. Yeah, Jersey sick too. Jersey
2: sick too. Um, yeah,
0: it's amazing. I spent too many oh. too many years in the woods on dirt bikes. I have no idea about this.
1: <laughs> I was telling Vita the other day. I had a friend who was a surfer a few years ago. He brought me out, and uh, I surfed off the coast of New Jersey in February um, with like a uh, you know the wetsuit. Like Vita's going. It's December right now. You know. Yeah, but I got it, got it back there.
0: <laughs> so you got wet me, or I mean, dry? It, it, it,
2: that was a wetsuit. Yep.
0: Yeah. Really? Yeah,
2: you don't really surf, you don't really surf in dry suits. Really? I, I've never seen I've never seen it. Like maybe some of those like psychopaths up in like the Lake Michigan that
1: do the lake surfing, but uh, other than that it's all wetsuits. So but, you know you... what's crazy is that I was I was warmer. That was like there was literally snow on the beach. And we were out there and the waves were insane. I'm on this like super long board and I'm sitting out there looking and just in my head it just I just think to myself what the fuck are you doing right yeah. now? Sounds um, <laughs> because, crazy. like, i I'm not a good surfer. And uh but uh I was warmer that day than I have been snowboarding.
0: Did you yep. pee in your suit?
1: I did. First thing you do, you got to pee the suit.
0: Before you even get in the water, that seems I weird. I actually
1: peed the suit while I was still in the van. Uh <laughs> just to play a <laughs> I do it in the parking lot, man. You got yeah. to
0: step up on me. way ahead of the game on that. One. Why is that weird to think about being in your suit before you're wet?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Vita didn't explain this all to me. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like peeing in the shower. Are you guys cool with peeing in the shower? Yeah,
2: you know why well, not? I have I I've this has been my line of reasoning. Um, I will pee in a shower. I might pee in a pool. I won't pee in a hot tub. That, that, that's my uh, that's my call on peeing. <laughs>
0: yeah, why draw the line? Like, why is there a line in between hot tub and pool? If anything, it, it, you're screwing up the temperature of the pool more than you are the hot tub.
2: Um, well, 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 as my as my dad, who's a scientist, says, um, dilution is the solution to pollution. <laughs>
0: That's true. Pool's bigger. I get where you're going. Pool, pool's bigger. Sometimes I, them. sometimes getting ready for the shower, I'll just wait to, I'll hold it, and then to get in the shower and then pee.
2: You, you, you got to look at your parts per million of piss to water.
0: <laughs> it's true. If in the shower we're diluting it way more because there's way more water following that thing, especially if you yeah, pee early.
2: Yep, and then it goes straight down to the drain.
1: And then I guess out to Staten Island, I don't know, where's the piss go?
0: Yeah, I believe that's exactly where all of it goes. <laughs> my,
1: my, my di- when I was growing up, we had a swimming pool at the house. And uh, my dad used to always say to people when they'd come over, he'd say, I don't swim in your toilet, you don't piss in my pool. Yeah.
0: That's a good that rule to live by.
1: That was his line.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do they really have... Um... Like, stuff to put in your pool that turns color if somebody pees?
1: I mean, I always wanted to have that because as a kid, I was just certain. You know, because you see certain people, it's like, you know, they're drinking all day, they're in the pool all day, and they haven't gotten out once. You know? And you, you just gotta sit there and you think to yourself, you know, when was the last time you took a bathroom break? <laughs> like,
0: yeah. And you're drinking. Yeah, you're definitely... At least then... uh Let's see. Water change color when you pee.
2: It's got to be fake. I, I think that like our entire generation... Exactly. We were before the Exactly. Gen, our, our entire generation was duped by that. Like, exactly.
0: Our, I think like that's one of those things note. where everybody knows like knows about it and it's just bullshit. None of it exists. Well, well,
2: well it's like kind of like Santa Claus up until you're about five or six. Like That thing I think was just like parents were like, okay, we're going to keep this going until you're about 13, 14. Um, and then by the time you're 15, you're drinking and pissing in the pool yourself.
0: Okay, is there a urine detector for swimming pools? I actually have this pulled up, and people will be able to see this. Uh, Is there truth to the rumor? No. There is no chemical which changes color when someone urinates in a swimming pool. Did we change timelines, or was that never a thing? Do you guys know about this? Changing timelines? I feel
1: like there was a movie or something... That propagated this further where like someone peed in the pool and they're like walking around and it's trailing behind them like a, like a red. Uh,
0: well, I'm like, now you got to what? Shock your pool to get rid of this dye out of it? Or like, like this seems like a nuisance. Right. Let the kid pee in the pool, man.
1: It, it is crazy though how we were all convinced that that was a real product. that was. Out <laughs>
0: We could go down the rabbit hole. Do you know about, like, or have you heard about, like, people saying that we switch timelines? Like, do you know about Britney Spears' skirt in Baby One More Time or whatever it is? No, I don't
1: know. No.
0: Okay, so when the, I remember this, do you, what, when she was in that, the first uh, video that she did where she was in school, when you think about what she was wearing, what was she wearing?
1: She her hair was in a pigtail. She was wearing a skirt and she had like her shirt was tied like this with her tits out. But
0: what was the skirt?
1: The skirt was a pink skirt with the uh, like the ruffles in it.
0: But was it was pink?
1: I think it was pink. I thought plaid. I, I would I would put a vote for
2: plaid. Oh Maybe it was plaid. Maybe it school was school girl school girl kind of outfit.
0: Okay, yeah. it, go online. Do this when you get off of here. Go online and search for her in that video, and every single image and video will have a black skirt. Huh? Yeah. Your mind is blown. I could see it, Colin. This is how I felt.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, how do you not remember black? You know what I mean, bro? That's is this crazy. the man-, man? Is this the Mandela effect? Or exactly. Did like really change
0: it? Exactly.
1: Well, the one that blew my mind was: Do you remember? Shaq being in that movie yeah. called Shazam.
0: I we, we looked up. We I did a whole thing and went through like forty of these, and there was a bunch where you're like, "No, that never." Not-
1: that never. Like I remember that movie. Yeah. I remember renting that movie, <laughs> and it never existed. Yeah, because it was what Sin- Sinbad Kazam was the actual movie, right? Yeah, it was. I guess it was like Sinbad, but I remember it being Shaq.
0: It's like was it a commercial? You actually remember getting the video.
1: I remember the video. Yeah, I remember like Shaq being the the genie, the whole thing. And before anyone says it, no, uh, this isn't a racist.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, no, no, this is, this is all tall black men look the same. <laughs> all right,
0: call Well, Sinbad and Shaq. I mean, you couldn't see the confusion. <laughs> 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 um, but I yeah.
1: love Sinbad. Sinbad was like, you know what I mean? So
0: Yeah. Crazy. So I searched. I did find one picture of Brittany in the backseat of a car with a plaid skirt on. But if you look up the if you look up the um video, they all have black skirts. That's I did an entire podcast on this because I was like What is going on here? Why like you know what? This is <clears throat> nobody will be able to prove or disprove this, but uh, the coffee maker at my house didn't used to be able to accept my like tall coffee mug, and I always used to have to take the base out. And then the a couple weeks ago, all of a sudden, it would fit. <laughs> so, I think timelines switched. <laughs> maybe I didn't check that good before I'm pretty sure it didn't fit before
1: and tonight Clint's coffee mug magically works <laughs> stay tuned more at
0: 6 exactly <laughs> um, what's your guys favorite conspiracy theory Ooh. they're all going I, away you know, now i kind
1: of but... I, I subscribe to like the george carlin thing where it's like you know it's like conspiracy you know and it's like yeah god forbid the world's most powerful people get together in one room to discuss a mutual agenda you know what i mean yeah um so you know i mean i don't know i have to think about that one
0: i mean that's a good one just it's funny what's conspiracy and what's not anymore the lines are blurring
2: right right i, I I, I, I like the Andy Kaufman conspiracy because I just truly really hope that Andy's still alive and has one final performance or act. To come.
1: <laughs>
0: Andy Kaufman Co- and
1: comes back 50 years later and he's like, ha I fake cancer. How do you guys like that? <laughs>
0: if somebody was going to do it, I would believe uh, with the amount of pranks he played on people, that's probably maybe one of the most plausible
1: like some of them are weird though. Like the Tupac one was weird where like there was the music video of Tupac wearing sneakers and like those sneakers didn't come out for like another three or four years. Yeah. Do you remember that one?
0: Um, how about there was something weird with Tupac with his accounts or something as well. Mm. If you look into that, there like his accounts got switched or drained or something, like right before he died. How about even just Biggie's um albums, Ready to Die, and then his second album is Life After Death, and he dies right before that comes out? Mm. He died like a week before it came out.
1: That that's always weird too. Like, do you remember when Chris Farley died and then Almost Heroes came out? Do you remember this?
0: <laughs> I don't, but I can imagine like they're like, Well, we gotta release it.
1: Yeah, we still got released. So it was like, they released this movie with Chris Farley like nine months after he died. And so like, it was like a good enough, and I love Chris Farley growing up. So it was like a good enough period where it was like, I was able to try to emotionally process it. And then after that, you still had to go to the movies and watch a brand new movie that Chris Farley was
0: in. Yeah. I bet that killed because, you know, like everybody was like all amped up on, they should have done it immediately. Their sales would have been way higher. Like, for sure,
1: and I don't know why it took so long to edit and everything, but looking back, what's even more impressive about that film is Matthew Perry's in that film, and looking back now, knowing that he was acting on 55 Xanax, I mean, you got to give it to the guy. The guy should have gotten a fucking Oscar for
0: it. And he drank, too, didn't he? <laughs>
1: yes, yeah.
0: That's pretty...
1: it's impressive.
0: That's very <laughs> impressive. <laughs>
1: If I was on fifty by Xanax, I'd be out there, and
0: they'd be like, eh, "An action, in. and I'd just be drooling. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a professional.
1: That's a professional. Right I, I can't one take
0: it away from one day I was at my friend's house, and um, he's like, "It was him and his uh, girlfriend," and then they had a friend over, and she had the friend had all the Xanax, and I think I had a square. I think the three of us had a square, and we all just went to sleep in the living room. And the friend had, like, a whole bar and cleaned the entire house while we were asleep. And I'm like, there you go. Like, this this is not even the same thing at this point. Like, we can't even function.
1: That's crazy. It's
0: professional. Um, <laughs> what were we talking about before? that? Oh, you brought up a good... About functioning on drugs. Um, there's a... I think the movie is All That Mayhem or All This Mayhem, and it's about the Pappas brothers. Remember Toss, like, skateboarders. You guys might know this. Skateboarders back in the 90s, Toss and something Papas. they were um, Australian. Uh, But they basically used to compete with Tony Hawk, and their whole thing was that Tony Hawk was getting, you know, he was the pet of X Games and all this stuff. But the one guy was talking about doing, he did acid, and then he had to go and do some skateboard, like vert contest. And he said, while he was skating, he started feeling like, you know, um, uh, that picture of the body where his arms are up a little bit and then down. You know what I mean? It's by like uh, Michelangelo or something.
1: Yeah, the, the trivial man by Da Vinci.
0: Exactly. He goes he goes, I started to feel like that guy as I was skateboarding, like <laughs> in the air, doing tricks. He's like, that's how I felt. But you're like, you how know, does this guy function?
1: That yeah, that stuff blows my mind. Like I used to know guys who would snowboard and take like an insane amount of hallucinogens and then go hit like crazy jumps and do like insane tricks. I had one friend tripping his just tripping his mind. And he was doing like, uh, like, you know, like 540 rodeos, like doing like this crazy stuff. And I'm like, how do you do it? And he goes, dude, it's like you're in slow motion. <laughs> and he said he was hitting the drums. And in his head, he was able to see the trick better because wow. he was seeing it like in slow motion.
0: So I've definitely micro dosed and ridden or um, even snowboarded. Uh, and it does help. Um, with like visual acuity, you can spot stuff faster, and you focus in like kind of different. But I don't know how it would go once you got to a point where you're like giggle fest, and now you're like, okay, I'm going he this job, send it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I don't think it would go good at that point. I think you're beyond. I, I'm that.
2: beginning to feel. I'm beginning to feel like the loser on this podcast because for me it's never been really more than a couple of long trails um, beyond that i don't know how y'all do it that's the
0: worst what do you mean <laughs> alcohol is the worst you're then like whoa um
2: i don't but, know s- s- springtime you get a couple cu- couple of pops and then you do a couple of pops
1: you know that's usually function me. i mean between the two of us uh you know i've uh, i've been so drunk snowboarding that i actually had to hold myself up to pee Uh, on a tree but then
0: good snowboard
1: but then right back on the trail just like a just like a (laughs) fucking champ so i don't know how you explain that
0: Um. one time when i was younger i literally had a beer and then try and i was i don't know teens and then tried to do laps and i fell over like three times and i'm like this is not and i mean since i have had a drink and you know messed around I guess it's different when I was young
1: yeah last year's shoulder injury I think was derivative of Jaeger bombs I uh <laughs> I I had been riding all day drinking all day and then like the last trip everyone was like Jaeger bomb so I bought like a bunch of Jaeger bombs proceeded to just go out launch myself off a jump onto my head um so you know live and learn
0: but it didn't hurt that bad until you sobered up
1: <laughs> no it hurt it's <laughs> <laughs> It was instantly, like, impact on the ground, like, what did you just do?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you sobered up, right, at that moment. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: You were like, and I, I'm I, I... back. That was a bad decision.
2: We, we were going a little wild in the spring, actually, now that I'm remembering. There was that one day we were toasted up, and I was going tits out, and it was I had one of the only falls of the season. And then I was just dripping blood out of my elbow for the rest of the day, <laughs> skiing around my tits out, just dripping blood everywhere. <laughs>
0: nice. That was a, what a spring run. Once it started to thaw out there. Yeah. Which is honestly
2: like, one of my favorite, one of my favorite days of the year is like that first run where like everything's still open, but it's like 65 degrees and it's just kind of so sur- surfed out. And it's just kind of like, for me, I lose the
1: shirt, find the beers and it's just like, Oh my God, I love that day.
0: This sounds amazing.
1: Last year, my last day snowboarding was June 9th. And wow. I went snowboarding one day that was actually 82 degrees outside.
0: Dude.
1: I went one day that was 80 and another day that was 82 in June.
0: Amazing. Insane. How was the so- the snow just super soft?
1: <laughs> yeah, the snow actually. Yeah, super kind of, you know. Yeah, soft, but it held up. I don't know what it was. But last year we had like a, a sick amount of snow into the spring.
0: Well, we need this rain to cut it out up there and start putting a base down. For sure. Um, I think we're supposed to get some snow here in Jersey, in northwestern Jersey, uh, Sunday. So hopefully you guys get a bunch up there. Mm. Um, well, we how many other <laughs> snowboarders do you <laughs> know that actually snowboarder Or not snowboarders, sorry. Comedians that do... Cause this is anytime I find some a comedian that does something like, I've got somebody on LinkedIn and he I'm gonna have him on Monday, but he used to do BMX and do shows and stuff, and now he's a comedian, and I'm like, oh cool, I'm not the only weirdo here. Do you guys? Yeah, I mean,
2: so we, we and we've got there, there's a Boris Haiken.
0: One guy. <laughs> but, uh, no,
1: I feel like last I year, had, I mean, I, I thought had, I, I, <laughs> um, I think like, you know, like over like the last kind of like year or so too, um like maybe over the last couple of years since kind of like things are started opening back up uh, a lot of like what Vita and I have been trying to do is make it more of like uh, the shows at the Woolen Mill kind of like a vacation like you were talking about earlier. So trying to get people like this summer, we took people out swimming. Um, different places around the state. Last winter, we took some people out snowboarding. Um, so we're definitely trying to like get people to be able to come up, enjoy themselves, go do some skiing, snowboarding if they want to, and then uh, and then uh, you know do the show. This past uh, festival, we had First Stop Ski Shop, um, Board Barn, in Killington gave uh, anybody in the festival that wanted a rental a uh, snowboard, skis. Um, they gave them rentals to go out and ski. So we had some people in the festival they got out and rode, which was cool. Awesome. Including yourself, which I saw, I saw some videos of you getting out there and shredding while you're at the festival. Oh yeah,
0: well that's so. Like I said, when we, when I saw it was Killington, I was like, "Hey, I'm submitting to this thing because we go up there all the time and ride." So I'm like, "We're definitely going." Uh, So then once that video got in, I'm like, "All right, we're going up to ride this weekend. Hopefully, they get enough." So, we actually got up. um, She took Friday off. And we got up at 3 o'clock in the morning, drove up there, got on the slopes at 10, rode until about 2.30, 3 o'clock, went home, took, or went to the uh, um, hotel, took naps, and then went to the uh, comedy festival.
1: It's a perfect day.
0: And then Saturday it rained all day, so that's why we had been watching the weather. So that's why we're like, <clears throat> we only think we're going to get Friday. And so we made sure that we... Uh, you know, got in there and got tired. So that's the first time we've ridden this year. So it was definitely enough to wear our legs and feet out. Sure.
2: Nice. But it it sounds like you folks keep uh, a similar timetable to me and Colin in terms of uh, getting after it. So I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I'm telling you, we'll come up there and we'll ride because, uh, yeah, we just uh, like to session and then we'll stop, maybe grab a drink, and then just hit a bunch more runs straight in a row and do that until we're exhausted.
1: So yeah, now yeah. they have the apps now with all the like the analytics, like the Killington app,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which tracks like how many days you were, how many lifts you did, how many vertical feet you skied. And last year, when you broke down the amount of times I was at Killington, the amount of days the amount of lifts and the amount of vertical feet I skied, it came down that like each day I was at Killington, I skied like one mile.
0: <laughs> oh, really?
1: <laughs> I think I have the record for most amount of drinking at the lodge during a ski season. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone skied less vertical feet than I did for the amount of time on the mountain, I would love to see it. <laughs>
0: you were just like, uh, hey, I'll meet you over at the uh, other lodge's bar. And then you just take the lift up and just ride over there and that's it. <laughs> how many do can you log how many waffle cabin waffles you've had?
1: <laughs> Going for a record on that one too,
0: all right? <laughs> He's the waffle cabin waffle champion. I last show I had a competitive eater on who you could take him on, see how many waffle cabin waffles you can have.
1: Yeah. I like this. it might be a nice little challenge
0: yeah uh all right guys well you guys got anything you want to plug
1: um just basically you know thanks for having us on uh you know vermont uh, comedy festival was a lot of fun um we're actually we're just getting ready to start um kind of our next project which is actually going to be the vermont film festival So, um, part of this was kind of kicking off and and even like your sketch and that whole section of the show was kind of to debut, um, what we can do, you know, film wise and, um, and hopefully, you know, in 2023, we'll be rolling out the Vermont Film Festival as well as the second annual Vermont Comedy Festival.
0: Awesome. Cause I'm working on a, uh, so I do a little bit of stunt work. But I have friends that that's they do car stunts and fire stunts and that's how actually hot farts came about. My buddy does um, a lot of fire stunts, so that was like, well, let's utilize this and just make something funny. <laughs> but um, we're working on like a ten minute. I see it in my head like a ten minute little action uh, movie. So hopefully, I can get that finished before the Vermont Film Festival comes out. Um and yes. VermontComedyFestival dot and Woolen Mill Comedy Club Um,
1: best way to follow Woolen Mill Comedy Club is uh, actually on our Facebook and Instagram, um, and then follow us on Eventbrite as well and uh, uh, NAR Father presents and uh, following the Eventbrite's a good thing because a lot of the the tickets are going through Eventbrite.
0: Awesome, um, I think I need to be an honorary NAR boy since. I get more myself.
2: Yeah. Well. Well. Um, we were talking earlier, but definitely uh, this winter we'd love to have you up uh, perform at the club on a Saturday. But it sounds like um, you know be a good addition to the Saturday Shred Crew. Um, oh yeah. So yeah. You, you guys send over your Ravels we'll, we'll find a Saturday that you're going to be up there. We'll, we'll make it happen. Awesome. Riff it. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, thank you guys for coming on. Thanks for the festival. Thanks for your work. Thanks you for being ambassador of Vermont in general. All right, getting people out to the rivers, to the slopes, showing them what Vermont has to offer, uh, and then making people laugh. It's all very noble. Hell yeah. This is, and also, I just, I'd just i be remiss not to note that I'm literally
2: pulling into the beach parking lot, Little West, about to go shred some barrels. So this was like the perfect timeline. You Absolutely didn't even have
0: to it. wait in the parking lot and talk to nope. us. Nope.
1: <laughs> pulling in, baby. Pulling in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, I'm gonna sign up. And off. Uh,
1: while uh, Vita's shredding the barrels, I'm gonna go hit the laundromat. So,
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> who's getting Walmart more gnar? All right. <laughs> all right, everybody, thanks for watching. Um, next uh, Monday, I got a guest, and next Thursday. Next Thursday is a. He works at a company called Extreme. They actually set up um, either adventure or action sports like. Vacation trips and some percentage of the money goes to uh, charities. So um, I got a bunch of guests.